Hi Angel, welcome to the Holistic Honey Podcast. This is your safe and soulful space to plug in and explore all things mental, emotional, energetic and spiritual well-being and healing. This is a space where self-belief, your full potential and main character energy will become your norm and non-negotiable. I'm your host, Lauren Cortazzo, a holistic counselor and a women's mindset and wellness coach and educator. I specialize in helping women like you cultivate a more conscious relationship with yourself while taming that inner critic and busy mind of yours. I help you navigate change and growing pains, get unstuck, find your groove again, and break through the blocks, fears, and limits that have been holding you back. I also help you confidently bridge the gap between where you are and where you truly want to be. This podcast is for you, the deep thinker, the soul searcher, and the cycle breaker on a mission to unlearn and reconnect with what truly lights you up, to unapologetically thrive in your own lane, and to start embodying a juicy, balanced, and soul-led life that feels damn good. I am so glad you're here, sis. Let's do this. Okay, okay. Hello, welcome back. Good to, I was going to say good to see you. That's so weird. Anyway, so glad you were here. Today we have got a banger. I'm going to be asking you some questions that I want you to lean into, to really feel into. You may feel a little bit called out. We love this. This is good. But what I'm going to be chatting about is a really common theme that has been coming up a lot within my client sessions. I've caught myself out on this, so I want to talk about it. And it is essentially the discomfort with sitting still and sitting in stillness with ourselves and feeling our shit. So we're going to start with these questions and I want you to feel into this and I want you to potentially get a journal out. You might want to pause this and write it down however you want to deal with it. But I'm going to ask you this. Do you struggle with slowing down and do you struggle with stillness? And do you feel guilty for resting and for taking time off? Does the idea of resting or taking a sick day or needing to just chill the fuck out, does it give you ants in your pants? Does it make you feel guilty? And are you always finding ways to stay busy and to keep moving? And do you associate being really busy with increased productivity? So does being busy give you a sense of being productive? And what really drives your need to be constantly active and constantly busy? And do you feel comfortable being alone with your thoughts? So the idea of actually being still and not moving and not doing anything, how do you feel with the idea of being comfortable with your own thoughts? What are you possibly afraid of in the moments of stillness? What are you avoiding feeling by staying busy? These are some really spicy questions. I know this. 
I know this because I sat with these questions myself and I have been working through these questions a lot within my own client sessions. So like I said to you, a theme that has been coming up a lot is discomfort with stillness. And what this usually looks like, and it is so common because we live in such a fast paced world where we're over consuming, we're overstimulated. There's just a lot fucking happening. So this usually looks like romanticizing and constantly keeping busy, saying yes to everything, overstretching, overworking, distracting ourselves with social events, um, lots of screen time. That's just to name like a few distractions. And there's some tactics that we often lean into that distract ourselves, right? So I already kind of asked this, but what I encourage you to consider in particular is what are you avoiding feeling? Like if you were someone that identifies that you're constantly keeping busy And there's a lot of discomfort around slowing down. What are you avoiding feeling? What is the feeling or the trigger that you're running from? And what do you lean on to to distract yourself? So what are your distraction tactics? And I ask this a lot to my one-on-ones, right? What are we leaning into to distract ourselves? Is it sex, food, fucking wine, um, scrolling, like what is it? And the other question is, what is the worst that could happen if you stop and allow yourself to feel it and just sit with it, right? So what I want to go through today is some ways to better hold space for and effectively deal with your emotions. And I want to distinguish the difference between emotions and feelings because they are different. Now, this was a post um, and I'm going to read off a post that I posted on my, uh, not my story, on Instagram, on the grid post. And it absolutely fucking popped off. I looked at the like insights the other day and there was so many shares and there were so many um, saves. So I felt like it was only fitting to obviously speak to this. So when it comes to my one-on-one clients who I identify really struggle to sit still and who are constantly keeping busy and in those kind of heightened states of just like being overstimulated, there's often that question of what are you avoiding sitting with? And something I want you to really lean into and really feel into is the concept that your emotions are simply energy in motion. Your emotions are simply energy in motion. So if we think of emotions as just energy in motion, moving and swaying like waves, we need to feel them. We need to let it pass through us. It doesn't have to be demonized and overcomplicated. But a lot of the time we're not taught to actually sit with and manage and feel our feels and feel our shit, right? So I want to go through some tips for better holding space for and effectively dealing with your emotions. So let's actually first talk about the difference between emotions versus feelings. Again, you can go on my Instagram and save this post, but if you prefer to be spoken at, then this is what this is for. Okay. So emotions are involuntary, automatic, 
and instinctive reactions to stimuli or certain events and circumstances. So emotions have both a cognitive and a physical manifestation. So emotions are involuntary and automatic based on something that happens. So if we identify an emotion, it might be anger, it might be sadness, it might be rage, right? So this is an involuntary thing that comes up. The feelings on the other side are the result of the emotion. So feelings are the deeply personal um, things that come up that are quite influenced by our interpretation um, and perceptions of the sensations in our body. So the feelings are what come after the emotion and they're influenced by thoughts, beliefs and past experiences. My dog has just clocked a fly. And I reckon she's about to lose it. Kimba, leave it. (laughs) Okay, so emotions and feelings. So that is the difference. If you have identified that you are someone who struggles to sit with your emotions and feel your emotions, I'm going to give you some tips on how to better hold space for them. So the first thing is acknowledging the emotion recognizing the emotion that you're experiencing and it helps to label it. So is it anger, sadness, fear, joy, or is it something else? So starting to get clear on what it is and simply acknowledging it and bringing presence to it is actually what's going to help us just normalize it and experience it more. So the first thing is to acknowledge the emotion. The second thing is to create a safe space. So if possible, finding a calm, comfortable and quiet space where you can't be disturbed. And this is a space where you're going to just give yourself permission to fully focus on the emotion and just feel it and notice it without any external distractions. So again, going back to how we're often so overstimulated and there's a lot going on, (laughs) we need to create a safe space. Number three is be present and mindful with it. So often we feel the feeling and then this is when we lean into the distraction. So being present and mindful with it is just noticing the physical sensations in the body and being still, noticing it without judgment, which is a really big one. Engaging in mindfulness practices, perhaps such as intentional breathing, intuitive movement, or just engaging your five senses to actually Allow yourself to just drop into your body and be present with what is coming up for you. And this comes into number four, which is to breathe and ground yourself. So engaging in that intentional mindful breath or something that's going to help you calm your nervous system and ground yourself into your body. So this will give you the opportunity to actually slow down any of the racing thoughts that are trying to rationalize or talk ourselves out of this emotion and actually just come back into our body. Number five is to stay curious. So instead of judging and trying to analyze the emotion, actually just approaching it with curiosity, which is like, let's be real, easier said than done, but reflecting on why you may be feeling this way and giving yourself the time and space to actually be curious and explore any underlying causes. So like I said, we're often not taught to feel our emotions and what we are often taught and usually it just happens this way like I don't think it's always intentional but we're often raised in a way where we actually start to label certain emotions as weak or good or bad 
So there might be some emotions you notice that growing up you were told not to feel. So staying curious and sitting with that is really, really important. And the other part to this number six is practicing self-compassion. So being kind and compassionate to yourself in the process, especially if you're someone that hasn't been used to sitting with your emotions, right? And it's not something you've been taught. So any form of blame, shame or judgment and any of these feelings that we're going to bring to the surface, it's likely we're going to push it down and avoid it and suppress it more, which is usually a coping strategy that I see a lot. So emotions are really just a natural part of being human. So the, the practicing of self-compassion is reminding us that it's okay and it's it's safe to feel it. It doesn't need to be big and scary and we shouldn't be demonizing it, right? Number seven, and I mentioned the avoiding and the suppressing. So avoiding, suppressing and escaping and numbing out. So when I say numbing out, it's those patterns of what we default to so we actually just don't feel it. Usually it's scrolling, it might be wine, it might be comfort eating, whatever it is, but noticing your patterns of avoidance and the ways that you distract yourself from sitting with your emotions. So it's really important to avoid numbing out and using distractions and just letting yourself actually feel the emotion without pushing it away. And lastly, number eight is remember that your emotions are temporary. So I'm going to remind you of what I said before. Emotions are simply energy and motion. So imagining your emotions as waves in the sea, they come and they go, they sway. So reminding yourself that emotions, well, the emotions that you're feeling are eventually going to pass. And when they do pass, we're going to come out the other end stronger and more resilient, especially if we allow ourselves to sit with that. So I'm just going to recap. There's acknowledge the emotion, create a safe space, be present and mindful with it, ground and breathe, stay curious, practice self-compassion, avoid suppressing, escaping and numbing out. And lastly, remembering your emotions are temporary. So hopefully this is helpful. And if you are someone that's identified that you do have those strategies of kind of numbing out or avoiding and suppressing, which we all kind of do, let's be real. These are going to be really, really helpful. And I encourage you to listen to this back as often as possible. And like I said, jump on my Instagram at Lauren, the holistic coach, and you will see this post that you can save for later. So I've mentioned a couple of times that This is a pattern I've seen in my one-on-one sessions a hell of a lot, right? So if you work with me one-on-one, if you have worked with me before, if you are thinking of working with me, the work that we do, do together is really fucking powerful, right? And what it is, my teachings, a lot of it is around teaching you how to actually slow down, tune in quiet the busy mind, honor where you're actually at and start to actually feel your shit instead of avoiding it and trying to bypass it, right? So without the important elements to your well-being, your growth and your healing journey that I guide you through and the fundamentals, if we can't actually lean into and learn the foundations and the fundamentals of being more mindful and, and having adopting a more mindful state of living, 
and being, it's likely that we're going to constantly be met with the same roadblocks and the same discomfort, right? So it's likely that if we're not kind of being conscious and mindful and present with our emotions and present with how we're feeling, it's likely we're going to stay stuck in those relentless cycles of burnout and disconnection, over-consuming, over-stimulation, over-giving and the people-pleasing, um, the anxious, fear-based thinking, the obsessive thoughts, the self-doubt, the shame spirals, the comparisons, the fear of judgment and failure, like the list could go on, right? But it's a pretty fucking chunky list. So my point is, if we don't start to lean into this, if we don't start to anchor into the fundamentals and foundations of living a more connected and mindful state of being, these are the cycles that are going to continue to play out, right? So the work we do together and leaning into the fundamentals to a more balanced and strong mindset and, you know, really leaning into energy work and the awareness and deeper self-trust and actually cultivating that conscious, mindful state of being This is literally your golden ticket to not only getting the fuck out of your own way (laughs) and out of your own head, but actually living a life that feels good, not just on paper looks good, but feels good. And we're embodied every day. And anchoring into these foundational fundamentals are also your golden ticket to actually becoming your own safe space. So you're no longer having to seek outside of yourself or reach for the things that are distracting yourself. You can actually be your own safe space and feel your shit. It's also the golden ticket to letting self-trust and self-belief actually be your guide and your compass instead of your anxious fear-based thinking running the show, right? And leaning into these teachings and the work that I do, it helps you actually just attract a more soul-aligned, juicy, you know, life with opportunities and connections and experiences that actually just feel fucking good and feel easy and there's more clarity, right? But this is only possible when you lean in. If you have resonated with what I have spoken about today and those cycles of distracting yourself and leaning on things and really kind of getting caught up in the external shit outside of ourselves, if, if that's a pattern that you have identified for yourself, then I'm really excited to announce that I have officially launched round two of the TuneIn project. So we are kicking off on Wednesday, the 30th of August, and this is a group four-week online expander. So this is literally like... When I first ran it, it was just kind of like too good not to bring back. I initially thought it was going to be just a once-off thing, but the conversations, the connection with the women in this container, even though it was only four weeks, there were so many shifts and powerful, pivotal conversations. So the TuneIn project is literally for my soulful honeys with beautiful but very busy minds who are ready to start to break those cycles of avoidance and distraction And start to really kind of quiet the overwhelming external noise and learn how to tune the fuck back in. So instead of seeking outwards, you're going to be learning how to actually tune in instead and turn inwards. So over these four reality shifting weeks, I'm going to be sharing with you the most proven, practical and pivotal 
holistic practices, tips and tools that have helped not only myself on my journey, but all of my clients, countless hundreds and hundreds of women to actually shift from a stagnant, fearful and blocked state of being to actually just feeling more connected and more mindful and get you fucking blooming. Let's be real. So in the tune in project, I'll leave all of the details in the show notes, but we have got four weeks of mentorship and growth. You have got access to four live group calls and access to the replays. You are going to be connected with a like-minded community and you have got access to an abundance of resources and reflective exercises that are going to really help on this journey and for deeper integration. So if you are ready to kind of just shake off that uninspired meh energy and start to actually learn how to better show up for yourself in new and empowering ways and start thinking and feeling and attracting different and better, come to me, come and join us. I promise you, your future self will thank you. So this is the Tune In Project round two. I would love to see you there. We are kicking off at the end of August. I will leave all the information in the show notes and I hope you can join us. It is going to be super expansive. And like I said, your future self is going to thank you for this one. So until next time, much love and be well.